Good morning for Monday, June 27, 2011. Audible presents the New York Times Audio Digest. Here's what's making news on the front page. Six states forbid abortion after 20 weeks. Across Europe, irking drivers is urban policy. And beyond New York, gay marriage faces hurdles. In today's national headlines, stealth survey to test access to physicians. And beyond the veneer, there's doubt on the future of natural gas. In today's business headlines, a hacker group pressured urges new attacks. Genentech to press the FDA on breast cancer drug and a frenetic agent provocateur for conservatives. There will be more business stories along with more national and world news, a roundup from the sports page and New York Times columnist Ross Douthat. Now from the editors of the New York Times, here are the stories on today's front page. The first story is titled Six States Forbid Abortion After 20 Weeks. Reported by Eric Eckholm. Dozens of new restrictions passed by states this year have chipped away at the right to abortion by requiring women to view ultrasounds, imposing waiting periods, or cutting funds for clinics. But a new kind of law has gone beyond such restrictions, striking at the foundation of the abortion rules set out by the Supreme Court in the last four decades. These laws, passed in six states in little more than a year, ban abortions at the 20th week after conception, based on the theory that the fetus can feel pain at that point, a notion disputed by mainstream medical organizations in the United States and Britain. Opponents of abortion say they expect that discussion of fetal pain, even in the face of scientific criticism, will alter public perception of abortion, and they've made support for the new law's a litmus test for Republicans seeking the presidency. The purpose of this type of bill is to focus on the humanity of the unborn child, said Mary Spaulding Balk, director of state legislation for the National Right to Life Committee. Fetal pain, she said, is something that people who are in the middle on the abortion issue can relate to. Since Nebraska passed the first 20-week limit last year, Idaho, Indiana, Kansas, Oklahoma, and this month, Alabama have followed. A similar law has advanced in the Iowa legislature, and anti-abortion campaigners have vowed to promote such laws in more states next year. The laws directly conflict with the key threshold set by the Supreme Court, that abortion cannot be banned until the fetus becomes viable. Viability, the ability to survive outside the womb, usually occurs at the 24th week of pregnancy or later and is determined in individual cases by a doctor said Elizabeth Nash, a policy analyst in Washington with the Guttmacher Institute, a research group. Only 1.5% of the 1.21 million abortions each year, or about 18,000, occur later than 20 weeks after conception, and many of these involve medical emergencies, Nash said. The laws have entered into Republican presidential politics, Support for fetal pain legislation is one item in a pledge that anti-abortion groups are asking potential candidates to endorse. Five have signed, but Mitt Romney and Herman Cain have been criticized for refusing to take part in the pledge, which also asked leaders to make opposition to abortion a test for all appointments and to end taxpayer funding of abortion and Planned Parenthood. These 20-week laws are absolutely unconstitutional, said Nancy Northrup, president of the Center for Reproductive Rights, a legal group. No one has yet challenged the laws in court, in part because they're so new that few potential plaintiffs have emerged. But advocates for abortion rights are also proceeding warily, 
fearful that a weak case could end up in the Supreme Court and upend the legal structure established by Roe v. Wade in 1973 and subsequent decisions, with fetal viability as the all-important dividing line between access to abortion and stringent limits. We will file a legal challenge when the circumstances and timing are right, Northrop said. Balk and other activists say they relish a test of the laws in the Supreme Court, where they believe a narrow victory might be possible, changing the terms of the abortion debate for good. Next up on the front page, Beyond New York, Gay Marriage Faces Hurdles, reported from Albany by Nicholas Confessori. After a string of defeats in recent years from California to Maine, the movement to legalize same-sex marriage is hoping its unexpected victory in New York will revive efforts to legalize gay weddings around the nation, but the movement's success could prove difficult to replicate. Twenty-nine states have constitutional bans on same-sex marriage, while twelve others have laws against it. And many of those states where support for same-sex marriage is high have already acted on the issue. Officials at gay rights groups said they would seek to move quickly in Maryland, where legislation to legalize same-sex marriage was shelved in February. Advocates also said they hoped to resuscitate a marriage bill that died in Rhode Island this year. Gay rights groups are likely to seek ballot initiatives next year to overturn bans on same-sex marriage in Maine and in Oregon. Advocates hope to win the legalization of same-sex marriage in Delaware and New Jersey, where Democrats control the legislatures, and in Pennsylvania. The outcome in New York will be tremendously impactful in shaping the rest of the debate, said Fred Sines, a spokesman for the Human Rights Campaign, a national gay rights group. But beyond symbolism, gay rights advocates said that New York had provided a new political model for them to follow. They've shown a way to actually get a bill through a legislature, said Richard Madalino.